Welcome to the Pearl of Great Price podcast. Thanks for joining us today. It's the 24th of August. And in this day in Christian history, we go back to the year 1662. And we travel to Britain, where a deadline arrived for all Christian ministers to assent to the Anglican Book of Common Prayer. It is estimated that 2,000 Puritans abandoned their pulpits and became known for the first time as non-conformists. It was an important moment in the establishment of the Church of England and the 1662 prayer book was printed two years after the restoration of the monarchy. The short-lived Commonwealth under Oliver Cromwell had been celebrated as a victory of Puritanism with the execution of King Charles I shocking much of Europe. England's experiment with republicanism, with Cromwell assigning himself as Lord Protector until he died in 1658, led to the quick unravelling of the Commonwealth under his son and successor Richard, whose weakness led to a power vacuum, causing Parliament to arrange for the return to London of Prince Charles, this time as King Charles II and the restoration of the monarchy. See the podcast of January the 30th. This dramatic reversal in political fortunes led to a crisis for many of the zealous Puritans. Their uncompromising views on reform, as they felt they had had a direct covenant with God to enact these reforms, And the Church of England, in their view, had retained too much of the liturgy and ritual of Roman Catholicism. And it should eliminate ceremonies and practices not rooted in the Bible. After the restoration of the monarchy, the Puritans found themselves under siege from both church and crown. And certain groups of Puritans migrated to the northern English colonies in the New York world in the 1620s and the 1630s, laying the foundation for the religious, intellectual and social order of what became New England. Aspects of Puritanism have reverberated throughout American life ever since. And back in England, the lament Paradise Lost was written to express the disillusionment of the Puritan John Milton and has since had a profound impact on British culture. For more about that, hear the podcast of April 27th. As the Church of England regrouped, the Savoy Conference between representative Presbyterians and 12 bishops was convened by royal warrant to advise upon and review the Book of Common Prayer. It would become the liturgical book used by the churches of the Anglican Communion, first authorised for use in the Church of England in 1549, and it was radically revised in 1552, and today's version arrived after various minor revisions, 113 years after it was launched. The 1662 prayer book, with minor changes, 
This continued as the standard liturgy of most Anglican churches of the British Commonwealth until the 20th century. At the time, it was seen as improper for lay people to take any vocal part in prayer, as in the litany or the Lord's Prayer, other than to say Amen. And the bishops decided that liturgy could not be circumscribed by scripture, but include those matters which were generally received in the Catholic Church. And they rejected extempore prayer as apt to be filled with idle, impertinent, ridiculous, sometimes seditious, impious and blasphemous expressions. After the revolution of 1688, the revision of the prayer book was proposed in an attempt to reunite the Puritans with the established church. That proposal failed. The Puritans had already resigned their pulpits and were known now as nonconformists. And by law and social custom, nonconformists were restricted from many spheres of public life, not least from access to public office, civil service careers or degrees at university. And referred to as suffering from civil disabilities, much like Roman Catholics. In England and Wales in the late 19th century, the new terms of free church and free churchmen started to replace nonconformist or dissenter. However, nonconformists have played a major role in English politics. In a political context, historians distinguish between them as being either old dissenters, dating from the 16th to the 17th century, including Baptists, Congregationalists, Quakers, Unitarians and Presbyterians outside of Scotland, and also new dissenters emerging in the 18th century, who were mainly Methodists. The nonconformist conscience was their moral sensibility, which they tried to implement in British politics, and by the 19th century, the new dissenters had mostly switched to the Liberal Party. The result was a merging of the two groups, and they strengthened their great weight as a political pressure group. And David Lloyd George was particularly adept at channeling support from these groups in his own rise to power. Equally important is the legacy of the nonconformists who settled in the United States, from William Penn's holy experiment in Philadelphia and Pennsylvania, see the podcast of March the 4th, to the founding of universities such as Yale and Harvard, named after the Reverend John Harvard, March the 12th and March the 13th. That's all from the Pearl of Gate Price today. Join us tomorrow if you can as we look at the great German thinker Friedrich Nietzsche, influential and controversial. His announcement to the death of God is often misunderstood. For this year's archive of podcasts, visit www.pogp.net. And if you'd like to give any feedback, you can email us on pogppod at gmail.com. 
If you have time, please subscribe and share the podcast with friends. And have a lovely day wherever you are. And thanks for listening.